New Zealand triathlete Hayden Wilde's long wait to find out if he would be upgraded to a Commonwealth Games gold medal has come to an end. Wilde appealed, appealed to World Triathlon in August about a 10-second transition penalty that cost him the win in the individual sprint in Birmingham. World Triathlon has now dismissed the appeal, leaving Wilde with the silver medal. We're joined by sports reporter Felicity Reid. Well, Felicity, how has he reacted? Well, as you'd imagine, this is a bit of disappointment for Hayden Wilde and for Triathlon New Zealand. They disagree with this outcome. As you were mentioning there, the transition penalty came during the bike stage. So it was a, as he was transitioning through that bike stage, he was actually ahead of England's Alex Yee. So he was leading the race at that point. He, according to World Triathlon, this the penalty came because he had undone his helmet just before he'd wrecked his bike, which is breaking the rules. Yeah. But you can imagine that's kind of a split-second decision. Somebody out on the course has gone, yep, that's that time when that happened. That's... And Triathlon New Zealand has said this whole time, and they still maintain now, that there is actually no evidence to suggest that he actually did break the rules. Yeah, he said he had his hand on the buckle waiting, and he didn't unclip it until he wrecked his bike. That that's, was his, that's what he said at the time, yeah? Correct, and that is really hard to be able to tell what that actually is. And so they've had a look at video evidence and have been able to tell, so we've taken it back to what the person on the course said at the time, which is why we've come to this result now. You know, a disappointment for him, and he oh, this whole time has maintained that he didn't actually want to take that gold medal off Alex Yee. He wanted it to be a, sort of two gold medals, him to get one and Alex to get one, just because of the circumstances that, that had been through this race as well. Right. So basically, if in doubt, the testimony of the um, field official is counted as the last word. Yeah, he's going to get a chance yeah. to maybe get one back on Alex as well. They go into not the same though, eh? Oh, 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 well, a world title. If he wins yeah. uh, next week, it's a world title, and it would be the first since two thousand and four. Bevan Doherty, so for New Zealand, so still a big deal. Yeah, but not quite the medal that he was after. Yeah. Okay, big weekend for sport. Nevertheless, rugby league. What is the latest from the teams that have made Sunday's World Cup finals? Kiwi Ferns and Jillaroos will kick off that action at Old Trafford on Sunday morning. So New Zealand had their captains run out on that famous stadium for Manchester United, the home of football there. And that's quite a big stadium and quite a different one to what the Kiwi Ferns had actually ever played on. There, coach Ricky Henry today was saying the end goals are quite small, so it's going to be a bit of a problem for kickers or for any of the players that maybe just are running through that area to stop before you hit the fence, that <laughs> type of thing. But there has, he's only made one change to the team for this game. It's um, Autumn Stevens-Daly. She comes back in on the wing. And there's also been some other good news for these players as well. Um, there's a dream team, which is named from the tournament. It's a team of just 17 players across all the men's, women's and wheelchair. So of those 17 players, New Zealand's got four named. And that's Amber Hall, Millie Hafanga, Racine McGregor and Joey Manu. So that's quite good news for them. And this Kiwi Ferns game is then followed by the one that maybe a lot of people around the country have seen the flags flying for. That's Toa Samoa versus Australia as well. So that that game there, that's it's maybe you've seen some people jumping on the bandwagon as supporters yeah. of Samoa. But this is, if they were to beat Australia, it would be the first time a Tier 2 nation had actually won the World Cup. And a bit of a turnaround for, for Samoa. They didn't actually win any games at the last World Cup in 2017. Yeah. Hey, um, I don't know if this is tacked on the end as an afterthought, but the All Blacks play their last game of the year on Sunday against England. Was it that obvious? Uh, the sport continues back in Twickenham. So, as All Black halfback Aaron Smith says, there's no better test than playing England at home. So this will be the first time that the All Blacks and England have actually played since that 29 World Cup. 
2019 World Cup final in Japan. Maybe we don't go back over what happened there. But this is be seen as the benchmark as to where the All Blacks are actually this season. And in looking ahead as well to next year's World Cup, they bring back in Locke Brody Retallick from a two-week suspension. He comes back in to play his 100th game for New Zealand. And on the opposition side there, Owen Farrell will also be playing in his 100th game. It's a lot, a lot of things in the, the home of rugby in England as yeah. well. So it's just a big occasion all round. And it sort of will sign off a season where New Zealand have had four losses and eight wins. Thank you, Felicity. Felicity Reid, Sports Reporter. Lots to watch if you are keen.